Hey, what the fuck's up, guys? I got one for you now. This is a little bit less, uh, <laughs> not, not so much about me, but came from Cora. The guy was kind of asking, you know, how do you go about changing the world? You know, this is a this fucking kind of a fairy tale type idea for a grown up. But uh, I said, you know, how can one man change the world? <laughs> This is good, right? It's a good starting point for addressing the reality of just what you can actually affect. The whole idea of world peace is a fucking fantasy, man. The whole idea that we as a individual people can change the world is as childish as Santa Claus. The very foundation of the UN was built upon this fantastic lie. The nations of Earth are all just gonna talk it out. Yeah, not a chance. The first thing one must do if they are interested in changing the world is accept that you can't, okay? So many people send money abroad to be managed by outright gangsters, and then they pat themselves on the back for it. Truth is, some 80 to 90% of which is wasted on the organization itself, and it never touches the needy priest people that you want to fucking help. <clears throat> These big corporate charities are tax havens and frauds, so stop supporting them. Then there's the so-called food aid, right? This is a disaster for the local economy that you send it to. The poor farmers who bust their asses to bring goods to market, well, they must now compete with free food, offered up by a wicked gangsters. <clears throat> Why pay good money for raw flour and grains when the West sends ready-made, soy-packed, and edible garbage that's full of corn syrup? <laughs> Yuck. Why do the poorest folks on earth wear designer western clothes and drink fucking Coca-Cola? Well, because it's free. That's the micro-failing of modern charity. It just doesn't work, but it does relieve some of the imposed guilt that they feel. The micro is the welfare system at home. We incentivize people to pass on participating in our economy and offer them just enough to hook them. All totaled, the benefits offered to a single mother of two can be some seventy to $80,000 a year. That's food stamps, rental assistance, free health care, and straight-up cash payments. Obviously, it depends on where and who you are, but this is loony. Not just loony amount of resources to offer someone for not working, right? It clearly incentivizes the mother to remain unmarried. This is not charity. The best thing a person or family could do to change the world is focus their efforts on their immediate surroundings. The most effective thing to do is raise as many good people as you can, have as many children as you can afford, then impress upon those youngsters all of the values and morals that make a good person a good person. You know, little things like hard work, a thirst for knowledge, and full agency over their own lives. Never let them fall into a victim mentality. Never accept the excuse that so-and-so did this to you. Always demand accountability and offer the proper guidance. <clears throat> not to say that people won't get in their way. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. There's nothing fair about life, people. I'm not saying they won't ever be a victim to a biased or hateful person. That's also temporarily an authority. No, no. In fact, I'm sure they will face unfair situations, and the first experience of such is most likely going to come from a state agent, otherwise known as a teacher. <laughs> Merit should be their concern and the only thing they strive for. 
The fact that the schools are commie incubators is just as plain as the nose on your face. I wouldn't expect any good to come from sending them to a public school. <clears throat> Actually raising your own kids as if they were the very purpose of life itself would go a long way towards fixing the world. Letting them be poisoned, mind, body, and soul from year five and on is disastrous. The schools are designed like prisons. They run on factory bells, and they force, we force them to defer to the teacher even for permission to use the bathroom. All of their formative years, where children come into their own and are naturally supposed to attain autonomy with age, are the absolute opposite. I mean, it really, it, it's crazy. Even in high school, they are forced to carry passes to move from classroom to bathroom. They get told to hide under their desk for just about every disaster. This while I'm sure the adults get to swiftly exit the danger zone, right? Yeah, so if I was, if I was like thinking up this crazy lunatic plan about how to keep myself safe, I would want all the kids to be trained to get out of my way while I run for the exit, you know? And if you really think about it, what... What the fuck is hiding under your desk going to do if a commercial building like a, like a fucking public school comes down on their head? Sorry, folks. Do the math. Yeah. Um, all classrooms should have exits like you see on public buses, right? The plan should be direct evacuation through an emergency window. Every school in my town could do this with very little cost, and it would have saved untold lives in Uvalde, right? The, the, insane an the fucking insanity of that awful event should be making us all pause and reflect on what could have helped. That poor teacher who was shot and bleeding couldn't do anything but to follow, but to have the kids text for her. Yeah. Uh, the kids are trained to follow orders, and they get embarrassed and humiliated when they take initiative. Not good. I really think that the public and Prussian-modeled school system is the biggest problem in our society. It is a factory of sheep, not independent thinkers. It breeds groupthink, gossip, and bullying. The system of jumping from subject to subject and only guided by the time clock is a disgusting way to, quote, educate our most precious resource. Offering them up to absolute strangers that feel totally justified and self-righteous in their mission is lunacy. Letting strange adults talk to your children about sex is fucking insane. <clears throat> Letting them impart any of their own mental defects upon your innocent child's mind is almost the height of irresponsibility, if not negligent parenting. When you get down to brass tacks, the truth becomes clear, man. It starts and stops with the way you raise your family. Is it all just work? Just a mundane and routine exercise that's supposed to be a drudgery? Why? Why set such low expectations for your own bright children? Why depend on lunatics to educate them on morality, politics, and train them up to be wage slaves? Right? Why? Why is student debt higher than any other category of debt? Why can't this particular debt be discharged through bankruptcy? Why don't you people see this for the predatory system that it is? Hmm. If you're wealthy, you homeschool your kids, and you have some extra resources that you wish to make use of, keep your ambitions close to home. 
Perhaps you can take it on a project of sorts, right? Donate your time and only to those that deserve it. Find the ones in your immediate proximity and offer a hand. We all know who on our block is doing better and those that are struggling. It's kind of obvious. Get to know your neighbors. Yeah, that's, that, that's where it begins, man. Become the leader in your community by leading by example. The single biggest cause for divorce is always financial pressures. One divorce in your community will do more harm than any home invasion ever could. Watching a family devolve into ruin and just writing them off as undeserving is so fucking gross. It's also in your own interest to be surrounded by healthy families. Yes, your interest is in your neighborhood. I don't know why this has been lost on us. Divorce, child abuse, and all manner of domestic ails are bad for the community. When I was young, we called them latchkey kids, right? This was openly looked down on, and I'm sure the parents felt shame. Why not provide those otherwise unsupervised and troublesome youths an alternative? Why not extend a hand and take charge of them until their parents are home? Then you can actually save a person. Yes, you, that way you can actually save a person. Um, you can show them charity in the way of an after-school snack and offering them a quiet and peaceful retreat from whatever the fuck they have going on at home. It's these hours between the end of school and the time parents get home that lead to poor decisions, poor attitudes, and future fucking criminals. It hardens the kids as well. They aren't given the same carefree environment that they see their neighbors enjoy. This doesn't seem to result in good outcomes, folks. It actually seems to instill a sense of, quote, me against the world attitude. Thinking that it's just bad seeds who fall into criminality is truly just absurd, okay? It happens little by little, and it reinforces itself with every indifferent and judgmental attitude they come across. I know this for fact. No theory, people. Um, it used to be common knowledge and was a concern of the community. Now we rely on the state. And how's that working for you? <clears throat> The state seems to relieve us all of our communal responsibility. The homeless? Well, I voted to raise gas taxes to, quote, fix that. The youngsters? Well, I voted to fix that. <laughs> uh, the good people who happen to fall on hard times? Well, I already voted and get taxed to fix that. Bad parenting can just be offset with free lunches that I did vote for, okay? The gangs that are a plague upon every small town in America, everywhere, are a police problem, right? The junkies that stalk the parks, you avoid by making your backyard a park for yours. Oh, your neighbor is screaming at his wife and you see a youngster crying? Hey, that's what CPS is for, right? Just call the cops and daddy goes to jail, maybe mommy too, and junior is fresh meat for foster care. This is your idea of civic duty? Fucking gross, man. It's just wrong. Statistics show that over half of divorces are regretted by both parties within about five years. Do y'all know that? Yeah, they know it. The Fed knows it. This is obviously too late, right? After, yeah, after five years, it's just too late to make that. But what can we learn from this, right? We can. 
It seems obvious that temporary stresses are too much to bear when given an easy out. Not just no-fault divorce, but the welfare system the female knows she can use. This is the state's answer to a family in crisis. What should bring them closer and make their bonds tighter is now just the opposite. Hmm. What if the community actually took notice of the work truck that hasn't moved from its driveway in a couple weeks? What could be harmful about taking up a donation drive and slipping a check into their mailbox? Isn't a family more important than virtue signaling? An anonymous gift from the community would pay itself forward a thousand times over. I'm talking about real, demonstrable, and purely selfless charity. Charity that could strengthen your community and change the hearts of the youngsters who don't understand what's destroying their lives, right? An investment in your fellow American. An appreciation for the plight of the innocent who gets it the worst. Why do we judge children by their parents when we should judge the parents for their children? Why do we fall all over each other to feed starving Africans when the kid down the street hasn't had a real meal in months? Maybe there's kids that your kids go to school with who get their only real meal from from school. Maybe you could even tell by simply looking at the fucking fat kid who barely eats, right? Hot pockets have zero nutritional value, but they will fatten you the fuck up if it's all you have to eat. I could keep going, but I think I've made my point. Charity is something you can't offer unless it's coming from you and going to where it can help. Charity does not come from the state, taxes, and certainly not the fucking police. Changing the world is a ridiculous idea and a fantasy for grown-ups. Real positive change comes from those that are close to the problem, okay? People got a fucking... Flowers got to bloom where they're planted, man. This idea that like we can bring all the poor people to America, there's like fucking five, six, six billion people. They, yeah, it's just unbelievable. It's really stupid. Uh, and there's a great demonstration of this done with gumballs that makes it very plain too. So foster parents are some fifteen times more likely to be abusive than biological parents. Okay, that's a fact. Every effort to keep families together should be made before ever resorting to the state. This alone would have enormous consequences for the family going through it, as well the community that they share. Community-centered support is the answer to the opiate epidemic. (laughs) It is. It's the answer to the homeless. And best of all, it's the most realistic and achievable route to positive change you could ever hope to provide, if you wanted to. This disgusting mentality of letting the state be the answer to every ail has produced consecutive generations of broken people. We are working towards a thoroughly psychotic, uncaring, and cold society. A selfish, envious, and fake culture. One in which we lose our shit over words like faggot, nigger, oh my god, but turn our backs to the visible pain of our fellows. Right? Unbelievable. This is communism, and it's ugly, conformist, authoritarian, and impersonal, right? No trust, no God, and certainly no love. This is where we are now, and have been long enough to be fucking normal. 
so normal that the act of charity is seen with suspicion by some, mocked by many others, and nearly all done for virtue signaling. Unless it's for a fucking TikTok video, it's not really worth the effort, right? If it's a matter of watching out for a kid you know has a bad lot, it's overstepping a boundary of some sort. That's at least what you tell yourself. Waiting for that shy kid to become a criminal is the, quote, civil thing to do. Stop letting yourself be taken in by absolute fairy tales about ending world hunger. Stop letting the state be your answer to all of life's problems. Become a person in your own community and offer to help those who you have access to. This is the only real way to change the world, is to start off where you are, right? The positives will compound with interest, as those people who see the help all around them become able to pay it forward. And they will. This would remove some of the envy, jealousy, and prideful behavior that is destroying our communities. This would foster goodwill instead. Obviously, one can't be a hypocrite and be charitable. You need to put your own house in order before you can make a judgment on the needs of anybody else. This, to myself, means peaceful parenting, a prohibition on porn in the home, hands down, <clears throat> and two loving parents. Things I grew up without, but I have come to appreciate and admire. There's no jealousy in me, but a desire to be better. I look up to the people I work for when they're surrounded by kids and grandchildren. That's success to me, man. And it can be had in a trailer park or a gated community, all the same. The folks that, see, uh, that I see alone in their latter years and childless are pathetic losers. I don't give a fuck how much money they have. They're miserable. They are miserable to be around, and they talk shit about everyone. They may not be hungry, but their soul is hollow. <clears throat> These are the products of our humanistic and detached social experiment. Bitterness, envy, and paranoia rule these people's lives. They come in all flavors and backgrounds, but the things they share in common are far more than not. Misery, just to one degree or another. Changing the world begins with changing yourself, your family, and your community. These are the bounds of the average person. This is why the germ was so destructive to our country. They already had our communal bodies up against the ropes. And then they landed a fucking rabbit punch right to the back of our neck on the way down. Are we down and out? Or are we taking a standing eight? Um, sorry to those who don't watch boxing. Uh, standing eight counts when you get your fucking feet underneath you and you, you go back at it. I'm getting up wobble or not, and I'm taking the fight to the enemy. That enemy is the antisocial state. It's, quote, our enemy, the state. A book that's worth reading. And that's, that's about that for today, folks. You can't change the world, but you can change the lives around you. You can be a positive in so many ways that it'll reverberate out through the world, you know? They'll, your shock of kindness will have ripple effects. And children are impressionable, you know. If they were to see some of this charitable behavior come from people that, you know, maybe they have fucking fucked up parents. Um, trust me when I tell you, there are fucked up parents. 
um, seeing, you know, a neighbor give them a hand and stuff, you know, it might be the difference between a fucking criminal or an engineer. So if you really want to have a positive impact, you have to do it where you are, you know, help people where you are, you know, how can you walk by homeless people every day and care about starving people in Africa? You should start where you are, okay? When you've exhausted your resources where you are, then I guess you can think about broader um, projects. But the idea that, you know, world peace or ending world hunger, grow up, people. Grow the fuck up. How about we just try to start cleaning up our communities, our families, you know, our churches, you know? our world. Start where you can actually make a difference. Um, and it's not all money, you know. A lot of kids that are in bad times and bad households, they really, they could use a place to sit it out for a while, you know. They could, they could really see, you know, they, it would be beneficial for them to see what good parenting looks like. So someday when they become a parent, they have something to contrast their childhood with. And they can, they can know that their childhood was bad and not do the same to theirs. You want to end the cycle of violence? You know, all it takes is offering, you know, some troubled kid a look into a, a positive life. And that costs you nothing. So, you know, stop sending all your fucking, you know, money to, you know, these charities that really are just, gangsters, right? I mean, like 80% goes to pay the salaries for the people that work at the charities, but, you know, maybe maybe 10% of what they take in actually goes to the people that are in need. This is ridiculous. And if you guys aren't aware that this is how big char- big corporate charities work, well, you need to grow up because this is exactly how big charities work. Um, I mean, I'd say even the Catholic Church is a prime example. I mean, look at all the fucking... <laughs> overhead you're paying for before you actually get to charity you know it's kind of insane best charity you can offer is through your own deeds you know get the fuck up off your couch and help the people around you and you know i'm not just bitching it y'all we can all do this myself included um it's something that everybody needs to do we all need to take a little bit of responsibility for the people around us you know, otherwise, what what are you doing? You know, this virtue signaling trend is disgusting. You know, doing good deeds so they can be captured on YouTube or whatever. No, man, that defeats the purpose. Totally defeats the purpose. You know, uh, Jesus would have referred to it as, you know, kind of like the guy that is just all pious and praying in the corner, right? you know, on the corner of the street for everybody to look at. But what's that guy doing at home, you know? Jesus said you're supposed to pray alone. You know, go into a closet, a quiet place. Do it by yourself. <clears throat> but anyways, not here to Bible thump to you guys. Just trying to make a difference, I guess. And you can find me at living-california.com where donations are gladly accepted. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys are taking good, sh- good care of each other because the state is not for that, Okay. The state is not a charitable fucking institution. It is an organized crime syndicate dressed up as a fucking human aid institution or whatever.
All they know how to do is steal from one and give to others. That's all they do. That's all they can do. So if you think that's helpful, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know how you're still listening to me. <laughs> Anyways, y'all take care. Peace out.